What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Point Nine Podcast. Point Nine, not just representing the amount of time that was left on the clock when Damian Lillard ended the Houston Rockets playoffs hopes. It's also the amount of minutes that Udonis Haslam has played over the past five seasons. Guys, fifty-six. Okay, he needs to retire, bro. He's he's played like seventeen years too long, bro. He was so <laughs> heartbroken when they lost. In the conference finals, but he didn't play a minute. I was, so, I was laughing. <laughs> I'm your host. My name is Owen, the stat guy. I've got the analytics on deck. And as usual, I'm joined by my boys. Uh, we got the passionate one, the opinionated one, Brady Cram. Brady, how you doing, man? Passionate and opinionated, but my hot takes are hot garbage as of late. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I'm sure we'll talk more about that. And uh, also, we got... The, the storyteller, the nostalgic one, Thomas Burleson. Tomcat, how are you, man? Oh, dude, I'm so good. So excited to talk about how crazy this year really was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun show. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I, I could feel it. I could hear it in your voice before we before we go any further. I have a stat for you guys. This one's actually kind of crazy. Um, so LeBron has for the first 17 seasons of his career led his team in points and assists. Every year, in in his first seventeen seasons, in his eighteenth season, it ended in twenty the twenty 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 one season when Dennis Schroeder managed to get one more assist than he did. Dude, freaking suck it, dude. Let's but, go. On, honest, it's kind of stupid. LeBron had three hundred and fifty, and Dennis managed to get three hundred and fifty one. That's my that's guy, pro- dude. That's probably like the greatest achievement of his career. If Danny Green would have hit that three, it wouldn't have happened. That's- that's it, probably why Danny basically like freaking Schroeder's like blackballed now because probably LeBron <laughs> just was like, don't ever like, don't anyone sign this guy. That's why, yeah, that's why he doesn't play anymore, dude. Freaking Honestly, Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, didn't he like, didn't he hold out on a contract to get paid more and then nobody offered him? A yeah, dude, <laughs> he took the biggest L of the offseason. He, he took like a thirty or forty million dollar pay. Hey, you know what, bro? He was bet on was, yourself, boys. Bet yeah, on yourself. He, lost. he was probably big headed because he's like, "Yo, I just had more assists than LeBron." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh! Yeah, honestly, it's the hair. All right, we have a we have an awesome episode. I'm I'm super stoked to to talk about this topic, guys. We have now eclipsed and and come to the end of this year's NBA season. Um the playoffs have just finished. Uh, wow. And, Let me just <laughs> say wow. Yeah, wow. And eclipsed. Uh, yeah, you like that word? Honestly, that's, that's Brady just, dumb, you idiot. Brady, Brady just learned something new. Um no, Bonnie Tyler taught me that. <laughs> the total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm excited. That I, I, I want to get into the playoffs. I'm going to just kind of talk well, really too quick. too bad, dude. You're too short, and your your window's already gone. There's no way you're going to get in the playoffs now. I was so confused at what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, – first and foremost, uh, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors for, for winning the NBA championship. They're back. Yes. And – not They're going back. anywhere. They're back. They never left. They were just what hurt. they gonna say now? Yeah. What, shout out to Steph. Shout out to my guy Steph, bro. True. Uh, true. First, first things first. I want to just first of all, what a season. What a year. Um, a lot of great moments. A lot of really fun basketball that was played, especially in the playoffs, by a lot of yeah, 
Nice. And none by the Portland Trail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally was I literally was about to say we wouldn't know anything about that because we weren't involved in anything. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except the draft lottery, which we took <laughs> which, L on which as we, well. Which we also <laughs> yeah. lost. But yeah, being a Portland fan this year was not fun. Um so I honestly it was great to kind of just turn off the brain and watch every other team that was good and enjoy that and didn't have to worry about the man the whole western conference (laughs) it's it's so good this was so bad this year for us it it was it was horrible so i kind of want to just start in the playoffs real fast um and and talk about maybe if you guys had an an opinion like what like a moment or a favorite playoff series that you guys had watched um and i'll i'll go first my my favorite playoff series probably like the finals were were cool, but like, bro, that Minnesota versus Memphis series, yeah, dude. I don't. Anybody who roasts Anthony Edwards, like, suck it. Like he he's, he's so good at bringing so basketball, good. and it was like it was such a good series. It's two young teams with very little to no playoff experience, and. You know, Memphis just a year ago before this year was in the same position that the Timberwolves were, where they were in the play-in and getting clapped every game that they <laughs> came out. But yeah. like, it was a it was a great it was a great series. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it was a lot. It was it was the biggest stage to see these just two young just teams that or just both full of dogs just kind of going at it and it was a lot of fun um it was a lot of fun to see the heartbreak in patrick beverly's eyes uh i agree that meant a lot to me yeah yeah Yeah. best best (laughs) part of the playoffs brady Brady, go ahead i was an anthony edwards hater for real for real yeah yeah you were i was um but he he put on a show he's really really good he's really really good I think one thing that really turned me off about him was like his immaturity when he first joined. Oh, really? Yeah. But I mean, he the way he carries himself, he's just got a big personality. And exactly. He, he's got one of those personalities that you either love or hate him. He's not on the Blazers, so I, I chose to hate him. But I mean, I, I, I do would, respect I him. He's so talented. He's funny uh, and, as hell. And don't like. I would equate his kind of personality, immaturity, bubbliness as a rookie to like him as like young Shaq when Shaq came into the league. Oh yeah. That's like they great, have, the, they have very similar energy. They're just like goofy and fun, but when they're on the court, like, you know, they kind of had to, you know, grow through a little bit, but like they, they're both very dominant when they turn it on. Yeah. And yeah. It was awesome. It, it, it is really cool to see him you know, blossom into, into more. And I think it's, I think it was, it, it was an awesome series to just for him to really kind of showcase the stuff that he had, because obviously like that, there's just so much pressure when it comes to him, you know, at such a high pick, everyone's expecting so much. And it's cool that, you know, he's starting to kind of show why he was picked so high, you know? Yeah, the the number one pick. He's yeah. he's a he's a bucket. Like him versus Jaw. Like that was that was such a fun. Yeah, for sure. I think it was. was I cool. think it was. I think it was game two where Jaw Jaw had the game winner. 
um, of that series. And, and him and Anthony Edwards, literally for the last like two minutes, were just getting bucket after bucket after bucket, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And before that game winner, Anthony Edwards hit a game-dying shot that was like a ridiculous corner three fader. And I'm just like, that's crazy. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. only like 20 years old. Sure. It was also awesome to watch Carl Anthony Towns say that we're we're not in memphis anymore and then choke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i had to i had to do it brady um question for you stop wow you sounded very excited <laughs> yeah, there. full yeah. of energy what's, what's what's the podcast. <laughs> how how much fun did you have watching luca i just I've, i have to ask bro okay so kind of like piggybacking off of what you said when carl anthony towns says like oh we're not in we're not in memphis anymore and then he chokes like i i think one of the things that i love about playoff basketball is like when when players like get petty and like take things personally so like when draymond green you know they win the finals and they're chanting f you draymond in the locker room as they're like pouring champagne over everybody like yeah that kind of stuff i thought the luka Doncic special was so awesome dude because Luca took Luca took that super personally, and uh, like I think it was after Explain game what two. That means. Okay, so w- what happened was Devin Booker hitting or uh, got fouled and like hitting an and one, and he slid baseline, and then he's like get slow to get up, and he kind of looks at the camera and said it's the Doncic special, kind of like referring to oh he's like exaggerating. Or like milking it, and because that's how Luca plays, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I believe they won that game. The Suns were the favorites to make the finals. We even all picked them for the finals. I believe we did. We did. Yeah. And I think after game two, you know, they're up two zero, and Lucas walking back to the locker room, and he says, "Like everybody has a lot to say when they're up." Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's like everyone. Everyone can talk when they're up. Everyone, easy, t- it's everyone easy to likes talk. to talk. You know, it's easy to talk when you're up. And I just loved watching Luca. He yeah. he asserted his dominance and really showed what he's about. Then in the conference or the semifinals, he averaged 32, 10, and seven. He yeah, he he vigorously assaulted them. He shot forty seven percent. He shot like thirty four from the three. Like he he just, I think Chris Paul really like his age really showed, and yeah, he was exploited. Like they really took it to Chris Paul on the on the on the defensive end, and it was just so fun to watch Luca. And then you know, uh, I think it was Game Six. Luca like went off and forces a Game Seven, and you could just see the panic in the Suns. Like, and then the absolute like collapse in Game Seven. Totally. Like they, I'm gonna say this: the Mavericks kicked their ass in Game Seven. That was yeah. And just watching Luca, like it, I love watching Luca. Like I just love when players get petty. It, it just that series had everything, bro. Watch, I loved it. These are the playoffs for watch, sure. Watching him laugh after every bucket oh that he made too gosh, how did, was that? He's so disrespectful. I have I have a follow up question. I mean, it was such a, I mean, coming off of a record best, or not record best, a a 
yeah, a record-winning year for their franchise where they had 62 wins. It was a league-best record, number one seed in the playoffs, um, not just You're the Western Conference. Phoenix, Phoenix correct. Okay. Um, and just, they, they, I mean, they got exposed. Exposed, like, for by, sure. By one player, very heavily. Um, do you guys think Phoenix will be back in that same position from here on out? Or do you think uh, it was kind of a two-year little, you know, quick little well, hey we're here and now we're gone great question yeah that, that's a really good question well first of all we can't just say like oh phoenix got destroyed by one player like yes they did but the caliber of player that they got destroyed by like luke is a future hall of famer already so sure like but it's still one guy but it's I'm... still one guy crazy about luca is that like there's players like james harden like that are really um, or like what's another player, Russell Westbrook, he's really dominant and he has really good numbers, but he doesn't make anybody on his team better. Yeah. Luka Doncic truly, like truly, truly makes everybody on his team better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like the Mavericks won because they came together uh, and, and Luka just was like, yo, I'm, like we're going to win. Yeah. As far as Phoenix goes, I... I like their roster makeup, but they're in they're in trouble. And I say this uh, as like I'm I heard saying this because last time I went on record making a bold prediction, I looked like a dumbass. So, um, which we will address. We'll, we'll talk about. <laughs> but I just think with with the DeAndre Ayton drama and yep. them not wanting to pay him, and they're potentially going to lose their franchise center, Devin Booker's down. But Chris Paul like. Chris Paul's not the Chris Paul of old anymore. And I don't know how much more, how many more like extremely productive years he has left, but they have a, so, I mean, it's, it's up in the air, but I think that there's a lot of big decisions that need to be made. And those are going to be, if they can continue their success in the Western conference, because a lot of the Western Conference teams are getting better each year. Dallas just yeah. picked up Christian Wood. Like, that's huge. That's a crazy pickup, by the way, with how little they gave up. Like, I know you love Boban. But Dude, they gave up Boban. He, bro, he's, lit- he's literally, like, he belongs in my trash can. Uh, Whoa. Wow. Like, um, oh let, let me jump in after that incredibly hot take. Um, sorry, sorry, guys. I, I'll say this. Um, I think... I kind of predict some pretty me- uh, like a pretty mediocre season for Phoenix for the next little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, even as Brady was saying, I think they are good. They have a good core, but honestly the West just keeps getting better. Um, and that's, that's a big deal, you know, um, with where golden state is and what they're looking like with, you know, Dallas and what they're looking like. Portland is not a threat to any degree at this point, but you know, you have these and you have these young teams too. I mean, you still have Minnesota, you still have Memphis and these guys are going to come, come at Phoenix. And I just really don't know. I, I kind of feel like uh, their only shot was last season against the Bucks. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we'll see a lot more surprising um exits for phoenix um for to be honest yeah i i honestly i agree with thomas i think when you factor in the fact that deandre ayton is most likely not going to be going back and that's big 
It, like that's huge. It is a big deal. That like that's Yeah. a huge deal. Um, and whoever, by the way, whoever he goes to is going to be getting a hell of a player. Um, and and that'll be he'll he'll be productive wherever he goes, and he'll be getting Unless paid he goes too. to the Kings, then his career is going to die like the rest. <laughs> <laughs> but Pretty like much. Yo, that, what if Utah? What if Utah swaps Gobert I I mean, if with I was Aiden? Utah, if I was Utah, I would do that to be honest. But I don't That'd know be if a crazy. that'd be a that'd be a crazy pickup. Um, I think that kind of piggybacking off of the idea of the West getting better. I mean, not only do you have Golden State who is here to stay, everyone's healthy, they're back. Um, you have Dallas who's only going to get better. They were they were. pretty good this year and they just picked up christian wood which is such a good pickup i cannot wait to watch them play um with you know with obviously luca and dinwiddie and even some of the other guys like jalen brunson he's also i think one of the most underrated players in the league um also remember jamal murray's exists and he's going to be coming back for denver paul george and Kawhi leonard are coming back for the clippers um Maybe. i i hope so <laughs> i hope so We have to talk about the Lakers simply <laughs> just because LeBron and AD still breathe. So, like, I I mean, mean, Portland is getting Damian Lillard back, and we have a lot of things that we can leverage. So, I I guess mean, we'll we'll talk see. about that. We'll talk about that on our next episode Yeah, for sure. let me But yeah, let me jump in real quick because I sure. didn't get to say my favorite thing about uh, the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite thing to watch, and at first I didn't like it, but then it grew on me, and it was it became my favorite series. It was honestly the the Phoenix and the Pelican series. Dude, really, really good series. It was really, I, I think more or less, it was just cool to be like, oh, okay. Like, you, okay. It sucks to see CJ in a different uniform. It really, really does. Especially when, you know, like, he he was cooking. I don't remember what game it was. He was like, Hooking one game and everyone's like, oh, CJ's on a tear, you know, whatever. And I kind of like laughed and I was like, nah. I mean, he does that. Just wait. And then, you know, the next game he's got like 14 or something like that. <laughs> eight points. And yeah, <laughs> was it eight? I remember he's it no, was like, I, I, he had it like was fourteen bad. or something, but he's got eight points through three Yeah. quarters, and you're like, I mean, the well. truth is like that Pelicans team is like, it's got some, it, it's got some really cool pieces. And Guys, that yeah, that's I think another it's, team. I think it was really surprising to see what they did. Of course, we were bummed because, you know, with them making it into the playoffs, their pick became kind of whatever. But I think um, I, I think it was really cool to see like, oh, yeah, like they're kind of stirring it up a little bit. And they gave Phoenix. I think I think Phoenix was surprised by how much of a punch uh, the Pelicans had. And I thought that was a lot of fun to watch for sure. That was Yeah. cool. Yeah. I Yeah. I I really like uh I just like their defense was like really cool to watch and their young their young Yeah. rookie is like Jose Alvarado. Honestly, I don't think he's very good, but he's just his energy is He's totally a pest. is He's like is Patrick someone Beverly. yeah, but his energy just is like so relatable to like like old Blazers like Totally. players that aren't completely relevant at all but like you just love them and he's like, "Oh, that's Like, I, I'm thinking, like, yo, that's the Thomas Robinson of that team, you know? And and I'm outspoken to say I love Brandon so much. Yeah, and Herb Jones was really, really impressive, too. Herb Jones is really impressive. Willie Green is a very, very good coach, and they weren't even fully healthy. Like I, No, they still have freaking if Zion on their if bench. if Zion, I I swear to God, if Zion comes back and 
I will still stand by this. Like, if they would have never gotten rid of Lonzo, oh my, like, they should have never gotten rid of Lonzo. That he would have been perfect with this roster. But even if they got, like, I mean, you could put anyone in at the one who just is a facilitator and plays defense. And their starting lineup has, like, CJ, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and Jonas Valanciunas fully healthy. And yeah, plenty of but, plenty of young talent on the bench yeah, who has just, now experience. It's, it's, really it's, it's a solid lineup. Like, yeah. the, the West is the West is crazy. So all, totally. all that all that to say, I don't think Phoenix is is going to yeah. be at anywhere near as uh, totally. explosive or as yeah. um, you know relevant. No, I wouldn't say relevant because I don't think they're going to be irrelevant. But they're they're not going to win sixty. They're not going to be the year. superpower they were. No, no, I, totally. I yeah, yeah, they missed their window. So as as we keep talking about the playoffs, I, I think obviously we got to talk about the finals now. Can we just get this part over with? Yes, man? and, then, and like, this is, this is what I'm going to. So, so the Golden, so the Golden State Warriors, uh, they they played um, a team out of the Eastern Conference. They played the Boston Celtics, and on record um, that we have in our in our last one of our last episodes is that Brady said that the Boston Celtics. What, what was it that you said, Brady? Do you mind telling well, the people at home? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll can't say remember. this. I'll cue it up. I'll cue it up, and we'll play this. We'll we'll play the clip right now. Uh, I just got a really quick hot take. I think that the Celtics got uh, trapped. I think they're the biggest losers in the playoffs. So I think the Nets are going to beat the Celtics in the first round. And my hot take is I think the Celtics are going to blow it up. I don't think Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to stay together. I think... They're gonna to have to find something different because what they're doing, they're they're an elite team, but they just can't beat the the rest of the elite. So you said that. <laughs> you said that. And, um, that was my that was my twin brother Brody. <laughs> Brody Brody, Brody Crumb. Um, Bro- yeah, that was Brody Karam. Actually, Brad. for the record, I do have a little brother named Brody. Shout My mom wasn't very creative, but I don't even think he is dumb enough to say what I just said. So, 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 Brady, do you wanna do you wanna talk about that? How are you feeling? <laughs> Listen, I ate Taco Bell that day. I wasn't feeling too good. <laughs> well, very I just like, yeah. Here's the thing. KD and Kyrie did not show up that whole yeah. series. They got, Boston, they, got, they got locked up. Boston, Boston proved me wrong. Man, their defense is really, really, really good. And Jason Tatum is a really, really good player. And Jalen Brown is the MVP of that team. Like, I, Jason Tatum gets so much love. But Jalen Brown is so good. He's so and good. And he, he flies of the greatness of Jason Tatum but he's really really good and it, here's the thing also dude you got to give you got to give said, love to you got to give love to grandpa Al dude dude Al Horford Al, played Al Horford out balled of his out, mind. Dude. but like honestly i think the glue that really carries that team to the next level level is Robert Williams yeah he's he, he's, he's such his he's rim protection is it's you mean walk of flock of flame? Walk of flock of flame. So anyway, Robert Williams is like a top five rim protector in the league already. Yeah. They're very, very impressive. Hopefully, 
hopefully this loss is motivation to them. I also said that they were going to break the team up. They're not breaking that damn team up. That no, team they is, no, that team that is, so is going to reign over the Eastern Conference for a while. Jason Tatum is going to continue to evolve. Um, they still have young talent that has yet to prove themselves like Aaron Naismith. And, I mean, uh, Peyton, Peyton Pritchard, Pritchard played really well. Um, they got to kind of work some kinks out, but they're really, really good. I yeah. have nothing bad to say about the Celtics. I Other am than sorry. your trash take. Other I am sorry. I hope that I hope that young kids listening who or maybe old kids listening <laughs> will understand that sometimes you make mistakes, but it's not about like when you fall, it's about how you get back up. So from here on, I'm going to be 100% because I'm like over five right now. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll quote the wise theologian, Santa Montana, that nobody's it. perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody and you live, in, you live and you learn again and again yep. until you get, until you it, get right. it right. Dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, the Celtics just like, they're they're really good. Yeah. There's a hundred... There's a hundred percent reason to remember their name. We're gonna take a quick timeout. We'll be right back after this break. Boston's really good. They're really good at basketball, man. Um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, obviously being the two, you know, heads of that team. But I mean, Marcus Smart, the DPOI man. He's he's the glue that holds that. You know, facilitating the offense and. Just being their inspiration on defense, Robert Williams, oh. even Grant Williams. Yeah, uh, screw Grant, that guy though. I don't Grant, know why. I don't he, he, he look. He Ricky looks like Williams. a. Yeah, Grant looks like a thumb, but he he can hoop. So it's, looks like he, a thumb. Bro, he does. I mean, it's like his his nose and his like forehead are like one being. They're like one thing. They're like a bean. No, like one being. All right, keep keep it going. Keep it rolling, man. Um and. So as we kind of talk about the finals, we we have to talk about the Warriors. They're back. I think think we can sum up the Warriors in in two words. Thomas, can you sum them up? Suck it. No, I don't know. (laughs) Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah. Steph Curry is the Warriors. That was, that was insane. Like I, I can't even just, he left me speechless that series. I was Steph, like, yeah. "Wow, he, he's a goat, bro!" Oh my, word. he is the goat, man. He is the greatest point guard of all time, in my opinion. Wow, wait a second, Thomas. Okay. What are your thoughts? Oh, I I couldn't agree more. I think hmm. I I got in a really big debate with a friend, um, right after the finals about about Steph, and because he just keeps he he just kept saying that. You know, Steph is – he just kept saying that Steph is really good at shooting, and that's it. No. And I just kept saying, I'm like, one, um, shooting is, like, the biggest part of the game. Um, and if you're really, really good at it, that means you are really good at the game. Yeah. And if you're really good at the game, that means that you should be in a conversation of some of the greatest of all time. And But but I think people I, – I think they – grossly generalize Steph Curry's talent. They just say, oh, he's a three-point shooter. No, that dude can get to the rack like nobody's business. 
Yeah. And, and and that was the thing is we got in this heated debate because he was just like, if you take away Steph Curry's shooting, he like he's got nothing. That's and such like, a that's such a dumb was, argument. Sorry it, about if sorry it, to it, your no, friend. And, no, and, and if, that was if your friend listens to this, that was no, stupid. It, and and I and I kind of backed up backed it up and I was just like, Well, I mean that is kind of true for anyone. You take away Michael's scoring. I mean, he's not scoring points. I'm not no, you take away saying Shaq's, anything. Exactly. He's not gonna exactly. Be. I was like, I was like, he he figured something out, and he has, and no one can stop him, and that in itself. And I and I said that Steph Curry one broke the game of basketball because of how good he was. Yeah. Like, there's only a few people throughout history that broke the game of basketball. And none of them, none of them were his height. These guys, like... Yeah, they're like big men. Basketball is the game of giants. Yeah, like Will... Steph Curry, like, Steph Curry figured out this formula that I can go into the land of the giants and be able to be better than any of them. And... Like, I kind of just said it this way, and I proposed this question to whoever's listening. What more does Steph have to do to prove to people that he is a top five NBA player of all time? What does he have to do? Wait a second. That's, That's Hold on, hold on. Woo! Really, really quick. What you said is, like, he found a way to get into the land of the Giants and dominate. And honestly, he's making them obsolete because if you can't guard the three-point line or guard – off the pick and roll because they're switching the pick and roll every time and putting a big on Steph. Like they have to, they have to take you out. You look at like throughout the whole season, like those big man. If you if you're not athletic enough to guard, uh, well, like the switch off the pick and roll, like they're they're taking you out in the fourth quarter. Like he's literally taking these giants who dominated the game for so long oh. and like making them. Making them like, uh, what's the word? Like liabilities. Yeah. Yeah. No, and he's, and he's I, crazy. It, he truly, truly is. And this is kind of the, the conversation got brought up to a, a head because we were talking more about, um, you know, I, I was really saying that Steph Curry brings more to the court than just a three point shot. Yeah. Maybe defense is not where he's at, but even if, Steph Curry's not shooting right. He still has the leadership ability to get his team to where they need to be. Everyone loves Steph Curry and wants to make him proud. Like yeah. every, you know what I'm saying? Like he he brings everyone up, no matter yeah. where mm-hmm. he's at. Also, yeah. his he has incredible IQ, incredible court vision, and it's better than than most. And so he is an incredible point guard, but. I think by talent alone, he he is better than some of these other players that we kind of put ahead of him. But I think we just shrug it off and say Steph Curry, Steph Curry is short and he shoots threes and that's it. But it's like, no, he actually does so much more than that. And he has done so much. And, you know, what's the stat? Like, he's won four championships in six, eight years what eight years but appearances right yeah so four of six which is insane he's he finally won his mvp in my opinion he should have had 
this should have been his second one. Correct. Correct. Like that in itself is like, what the, like, this is, this is insane. Like he was still the best. He was, okay. I'll just be honest. In in my opinion, he was still the best player on his team. Even when KD was there. I agree. I I agree. What more does this guy have to do to prove to people that he should be in a goat conversation? Well, he's better. In my opinion, he's a better player than Kevin Durant. Yes, Kevin Durant has rings, but Curry has two rings without KD, and KD has zero rings without Steph. Without Steph. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I think I'll, if I could interject, I think I think Steph is the better all-time player. But when they were on the Warriors together, KD was clearly the better player. But That's, like here, here's go ahead. It, like like clearly the better player. I don't. I won't take that away from KD. Obviously. You know his legacy is. He looks so bad this year for league. He looked, like, for, he for, looked like a baby for, <laughs> for, for not just for what he did in the playoffs, but just for leaving the Warriors. Honestly, like he looks horrible joining Kyrie Irving, who you know has barely played. I think he's he's played in forty one percent of his games over the last two years because of you know COVID and you know all this other shenanigans. There's I know there's some religious reasons for a little while. Shenanigans, yeah, and. He, he looks horrible, but like when they played together, it, it's ve- it was very clear why he was the Finals MVP. It's because he was the better player when he was on the Warriors. Well, here's the thing: like as Thomas is saying, like you know, he's not just a shooter, but like he is a shooter, and because he does it at the best, like he is the best ever to do it. The amount of attention he the, that defenses spend on him. Makes everybody so much better. So, yes, KD was scoring because, like, you still – like, even if Steph has a bad shooting night, if he turns it on, which he can do at any time, like, you're in trouble. Can I I say something? uh, Yeah, you just did. Anyways. Can can I ask you something? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Who's the best scorer on the planet right now? Who's the best scorer on the planet? Yes. In every single possible way to score the basketball? Yes. It's Kevin Durant. Okay, so – that's the correct answer. So this is Kevin Durant that we're talking about. Even though Steph Curry is on the court with you, take Steph off and KD is still getting those buckets. Like I, I don't yeah. think that he doesn't take anything away from KD. I but mean, here's you the could, thing: you could you have reverse to, the roles. Can, that I'm going to say this. That KD but takes Curry's not Steph getting too. the touches, and Curry's me... not getting the the attention and like the usage rate that he would get if KD was was on the team. You know what Here, I mean? Let me. Can I can I jump in and say this? Kevin Durant, like you said, like like you said, Owen, you take Steph off, Kevin Durant's still getting the buckets. You take Steph off, though, Kevin Durant's not winning. Yeah, I agree. No, fair. That's why he's the better player all time. But in when they're on the court together, KD doesn't become worse. Oh uh, yeah, like, no, but, I, but I'm not. I'm not saying that Steph Curry makes anybody worse. I think Steph Curry makes people better. But also, I think just all around what he does i think t- in in my opinion like truly i was just so blown away by this year by what he did and for me i just started kind of stripping away these layers of cuz here's the deal steph curry has gotten so good that no one wants to see him win because it's boring like I mean, i'm i'm happy to see him win to be honest with you but but you know what I'm saying because Golden State's mean, like yeah, frick. Yeah. Golden State's in here again. Like most people are like, oh, like I don't want to see Steph win. 
but you know you're that good when you get to that when you get to that place and so I just think um I just I just wanted to make a case and just say put some respect on my man's name like actually don't just say we all know he's the greatest shooter of all time that's that's old news he's been that for a while okay yeah, so we start saying like this guy deserves to be in a top five conversation um and he uh, yeah I'm, I'm not gonna say anything to offend anybody uh but the truth is like I think we. I think Steph Curry is way better than we're giving him credit for, in in more Agreed. ways than just beyond the arc. Agreed. Yeah. So, so follow up question. Now with the Finals MVP, the the one blemish that he had, I guess, on his resume, something that was incomplete. Now that he has that, where does he rank on your guys' list? Is he cracked the top ten finally for you? Oh yeah, for sure. And the thing that's crazy for me is like he's still got five or six good years left and he's going to continue. And the warriors are like, like we said, they're here to say they're going to compete for the next five years probably. So, and so, so with that being said with both and Thomas, well, well, Thomas, what do you think? Top 10? Oh, easily. I I think, I think I made it quite clear that I would put him probably at number five. Wow. So, so, so my question is, is who's off that list? That was well, there prior. That's such a tough. That I hate you. I hate you. Um, it's a good question though. Because that that's why it's hard have to have Michael. Yep. Le- LeBron. Yep. Help me out, Thomas. Kareem. Kareem. Larry Bird. Yeah, Larry's up. Magic. Maybe he maybe he Timmy. kicks Larry. Off the top ten. I, no, oh, top ten. I thought he was. I still thought we we're thinking five. Um, yeah, okay, so if we're going, 10, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell. I know who he bumped to eleven for me. Who? And I might have to fight somebody, but he, he knocked Shaq off top ten for me. Wow. Shaq wasn't top ten for me anyway, so I'm cool. Really? Let yeah. me see. There's like Matt. There's I can, Jordan, I, LeBron, Bird, Magic, Kareem. Russell, uh, and then it gets Duncan, Curry, Kobe. maybe Curry right there. I, I think. Well, yeah. Well, for me, I I bumped off. I bumped off like Oscar Robertson. I might I might put Curry at eight or like seven or eight. I think time. he's I think he's right at ten. Well, yeah. Like I he, just I, I like, just I'm just sh- shocked by that because it's like this guy is doing so much and people are still just, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw him a bone and give him top 10. Like, well, I mean, are we, he's, I think he's, con- I think, well, he's, that, okay. That's not, but that's not throwing a bone though. The top 10 greatest yeah, player is. of all time. That's not throwing a bone. Like, yeah, he'll, he's top. No, he's a top 10 greatest player of all time. It's like for yeah. him to be better than any of these guys, like to take him off the list, a list that's probably been solidified for a, it has been solidified for a long time with guys no, like Will. It. And, you know, for me, like, I have Hakeem in there, Tim Duncan. But can we really put Hakeem there? He only won – he won two chips, right? I'm going to say a hot take. I think Hakeem personally – I think Hakeem is better than Shaq just as a a player. I think he's better. I I don't – 
I know that Shaq was so dominant. We do not have time to. I, I know it's such it's such right a now. hot take, and I will end the episode with. Yeah, with let's that let's end my, this episode, last, but we gotta as, talk. We gotta talk top gonna, ten on another episode, and like we yeah, gotta break. I'm this gonna down. say this to anyone who's listening. Uh, just notice the names we didn't say. Um, and cause I don't, I don't want to, I just don't want to say it out loud. Just notice the, the names we didn't say. Um, Are you talking about Kobe Bean Bryant? Who are you talking about? My top 10, there's no doubt. But okay. I, I feel like Steph surpassed Kobe. Whoa, here we go. End this episode. Here, here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's almost, it, it's not by a lot. Oh my gosh! And I, out of respect, you know that I love Kobe. I am very, 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 very outspoken. Oh my gosh! Dude, end this episode. Wow! We can't. We can't go. We can't keep going. We have seventy-seven. Okay, we. I think we're (laughs) we're definitely gonna have to have a follow-up episode on this top ten. This is an incredible conversation. Two very spicy, spicy takes at the end here to, to wrap it up. Wait, what uh, was the first? My Hakeem, my Hakeem take. Oh, you think that's spicy? Oh, I, <laughs> that's I, mild, brother. You got, that's you got, like you guys reacted as if it was spicy. That's, that's some you, buffalo you told, sauce, bro. You told, you told me to end the episode after <laughs> that, I'm just bro. messing with you. <laughs> Somebody said some buffalo sauce. Well, Point Nine fam, that's gonna do it for us in this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you haven't already, please follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Point Nine Podcast. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Oh. Once again, oh, oh, we did. We forgot something. It's like it's like some of our biggest news. Oh my gosh! Yes, we do have big news. Thomas, do you want to do you want to tell the big news? Is wow! I can't believe I forgot it. I have it right in front I, of me right here. I I don't know what it is. All right, I'll tell you guys. Brady, you tell us the news. I'll tell you guys. Okay, so we've just had so much fun doing this podcast connecting with uh, lots of different people. As you know, we did what we like intro this uh, episode on that the season's over. It is now the off season. So what we're going to do here at the point nine podcast, we all have busy lives. We all know that you guys have busy lives. NBA news kind of like dies down and free agency, all that kind of stuff will pick up. We're actually going into something that we're going to call the off season as well where we are going to drop our episodes down just for uh, just for the NBA offseason down to one episode a month and we're going to we're going to talk about you know NBA news kind of like talk about free agency the draft that kind of stuff but then we we also want to break from basketball because you know that's what we talk about all the time and we have so much like fun talking basketball but also, like, we've been friends for so long, and we have so much more to talk about. So for our for our point nine off season, we're going to talk a little bit about basketball, but then we're going to spend a little bit of time just talking about something random, talking about something that we enjoy, and hopefully that you guys connect with. Um, we're really excited about it, not only because, um, you know, we're taking extra time to spend with our families and enjoy the sun and the summer and just kind of like go on vacations and stuff like that. But we're also excited to just like talk about some new stuff, really enjoy um, like different topics. Then when uh, the NBA season starts to kick off August, September, we will 
uh, start our new season. Season two is what we're going to call it. And we'll get right back into topics, uh, NBA nostalgia, um, Blazer topics, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's something that we, we are all really excited about and we're all on board with. So we want you guys to uh, be on board, go on your vacations, enjoy your guys' families and stuff, and which are going to be dropped on the, uh, on the second Monday of every month uh, for the off season. So. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. We're super excited um, for this transition. We're excited to talk about uh, so many other topics and just honestly interests and passions that we have. It's We're providing a space for us to be able to have an outlet for other conversations and then also welcome a new audience to our show. And so we're, we're super excited um, for that in this next coming season. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure again, follow us on our socials on Instagram at point nine podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify as well as Apple podcasts. May the spirit of 77 be with you always. Peace out. We'll see you in the next one. Yep. Thanks for listening to the point nine podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to stay up to date on all episodes. And if you like the show, please share it with your friends. It's our desire to create a community for fans of the league to interact, discuss, and share. So help us keep the conversations going on Instagram and Facebook at Point9Podcast. Until next time.